comic book pit. Okay. Why do the Mutos have to die? <laughs> it's an apocalypse on humanity. She doesn't understand. You know what they're like, women. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to protect mutant eggs. Oh, uh, man, relationships, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Man, oh, the last God. time I went home and my girl was like, hey, I feel like Gabara is the underutilized kaiju. And I'm like, lady. <laughs> The idea of, like, Andrew Dice Clay having, like, a 15-minute role on just, like, arguing with with his girlfriend, like, over Godzilla movies and stuff. <laughs> this is the lady that thinks Elvira, I think, a I, creature I, of the deep. I'm pretty sure that was the original uh, premise for The Honeymooners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just Jackie Gleason walking around going, what do you mean? It all like Jet Jaguar. Everyone loves him. Alice? <laughs> One of these days, pow, zip, pow. straight to Dimension straight, X. Straight to Mars with <laughs> Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> you could be there. Meet all the DC characters. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, you'll, have to, you'll have to catch the last episode of Comic Book Pit for, uh, for that reference, but yeah. uh, it was a good one. Uh, so welcome back to Comic Book Pit. This is episode 311. I'm your host, Dan, and... Uh, with us uh, tonight, we have on the couch, uh, Jeremiah. Hey. And then uh, opposite him, we have Link. Lou. And this is our uh, our conversation episode. Not that last episode wasn't uh, conversation-packed, but this, that was more uh, comic book-centric, whereas this is uh, anything goes. Um, but uh, so, Jeremiah, I'm going to pick on you first because okay. um, uh, you kind of... Uh, Let's say loosely represented comic book pit uh, a couple days ago. You went to uh, yes. You went to Teco. That was oh, a, awesome. That was tremendous. Yeah, um, tell us about that because I, I I went last year and, and I'm I'm sure my experience is probably a lot different than your experience. It could very well be because uh, I don't know how many cat girl panels you go to. Oh <laughs> uh, boy, let me count. Hold on. <laughs> it's uh, it was tremendous. Uh, this is the second year that I've been to. My voice is going to get like real weird for a moment for some reason. Something just immediately got in my throat. He's getting uh, choked up. <laughs> somewhere off in the distance, there was, um, yeah, it's just it's just cat girls, man, immediately. I'm not allergic to cats, but cat girls immediately will pull my sinuses right up. Uh, but this is the second year that I've personally been to. Um, my girlfriend, Casey, um, She's uh she's the one who's who's the who's the big uh, techo head. It's been a couple of years that she was there. Um, it's really I love conventions in general, especially more and more over the past couple of years mm-hmm. to see uh, how much they've kind of melted together. <laughs> yes, it's it's mm-hmm. incredible to to see really because um, the the big one I know that. Where that's coming up for me is Colossal Con, uh, and in Sandusky, and that's going to be at the very beginning of June, very end of May. Um, but even there, uh, you see, um, I can't think of his last name, but um, Sam, he played um, uh, Flash Gordon in Flash oh, Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was there, uh, signing autographs for someone who is dressed as Rainbow Dash, <laughs> while um, her her friend who was uh dressed up as poison ivy and holding a body pillow with a uh, deadpool and it was like did you get it like it's it's incredible to see yeah um these universes together uh teco a, an interesting experience because um that one still feels very like actually convention heavy yeah. a lot a lot of uh a lot of these conventions it feels like have kind of 
turned into almost like a big party that happens to have rooms in it where some people will be like, well, let me tell you some of the intricacies behind uh, Evangelion. Um, for, or um, or maybe there might be a market. Mm-hmm. But uh, for, for Tekka, a lot of them was like rooms and like kind of like niche programming from whoever wanted to do a panel. Um, I'm excited for Three Rivers because that one's still... Um, Three Rivers Comic Con that's uh, coming May 10th oh, May 11th and 12th actually May the 11th is my birthday so it's perfect I get to host a uh, trivia oh, game show yeah, that's right. on yeah. that day yeah, it's gonna be, you're, you'll be doing a double duty you'll be there as a fan and oh, yeah. as a uh, presenter um, I was originally going to uh, I, I usually host a, uh, a game show uh, called Totally Tremendous Trivia it's uh, every two weeks uh, for that one usually they're themed for this particular one it's going to be um, CW based, uh, particularly the Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, what I was going to do was I was going to set it up as either Marvel movies or as general, just kind of nerdy topics like that, uh, and dress as the Grandmaster. Um, <laughs> That's cool. Which is uh, Marvel's Grandmaster, by the way, not anything uh, yeah. salacious. Um, <laughs> but uh, instead, um, I, I got to turn to my girlfriend with like great big excited eyes and say i want to make a reverse flash costume and she was immediately just upset (laughs) (laughs) because um because in the same way that i said earlier that uh she'll she'll talk endlessly about um the mutos dying in the godzilla remake she also has to hear me endlessly say like hey barry can i meet your mom or (laughs) (laughs) in that that creepy way yeah and that (laughs) just kind of just get real close up to normal people uh spoon and they say lovely things to each other at night (laughs) and um like oh i love you tomorrow's gonna be great and i curl up right behind her and i say uh say things like you know uh when i travel through time it's like a scalpel, barely leaving a mark. You put a brick through a windshield. We're not connected. I could end you right now, Barry Allen. I am every bad day you've ever had. And my ribs have almost uh, recovered from the elbows that have been thrown into them. But uh, it'll be a good time. What were we talking Teco. Teco was... <laughs> uh, so Teco was great. Um... The uh, it, it was great. There was a, a couple of moments that felt like a bit disorganized, but the the only thing that kind of like bummed me out about it is just uh, well um, there there were a lot of there were a lot of voice actor there were uh, a good amount of voice actors and a lot of um, individual panels, but um, in general it kind of felt like a walkabout. Like a lot more low key this year than uh, than it had been mm. um, at times beforehand. Uh, I was uh, lucky enough to be graced with a press badge, um, in which we got to uh, have some access with some uh, real really interesting people that they had there, uh, such as uh, Sandman from ECW, who who I think is um, fantastic. I'm a, I'm a, a bit of a like wrestling guy, which is fun to that. Have you? Uh, how many? How many conventions have you guys? Uh, do you guys usually go to? This is not me trying to call you out. This yeah. is just like, <laughs> genuinely um, curious. I don't know. Maybe I mean uh, one or two a year. Maybe uh, from uh, you know three at the most. It's just yeah, it's, it's like one or two for me as well. It yeah. depends. Usually, what, what usually it it's about three for me as well. But um, the thing that I've started to notice, uh, interestingly enough is with this melding together mm-hmm. um it's not just like i mean teco generally is is an anime yes. sort of based on anime mm-hmm. and manga uh and then a lot of american comic books and stuff went in with it uh, i was dressed as dumbledore on one day yeah and um so so there's a lot of all of that going together but wrestling has had a really big appearance on the scene recently really? yeah well they yeah the um what the the new day 
Yeah, the, new. Oh, New Day. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah they're like, the I don't best. know a lot about wrestling, but yeah. I know like when anime kind of pops up or video games. Well, that's the thing. Of... It's that's always kind of like would pop up into um, wrestling by its own self. Uh, mm-hmm. You would watch WWF and they would like wear something that was um, like referencing a comic book, like the New Day uh, dressed up as the Ginyu Force yep. um, for. Uh, I think it was a WrestleMania that was two years ago. Um, but nev- rarely would that crossover mm-hmm. back. Yeah. But uh, I still was in a packed room at one point that had local wrestlers, not necessarily doing um, what they've done at Colossal Con before, which yeah. is really cool because what they would do is they would um, they would wrestle while cosplaying. Okay. And so um, they would play like there. There's a surreal moment where they had um, it, it was uh, God. It was NWO people dressed as NWO, mm-hmm. so like Hulk Hogan <laughs> and uh, and and Nash and like everyone uh, yeah. together. And they came out and they're doing like their thing, and they're like, you know, oh, what tag team could possibly break up this brotherhood? And then, like, Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids came out. <laughs> and uh, fa- this really happened. And uh, <laughs> and, um, and, and Mushroth was like, what do we got to say about this? And Fat Albert um, grabbed the microphone and said, hey, 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 we're going to kick your ass today. And then they did. <laughs> and, and I looked around me, and there's all these people dressed as, like, Cat girls, yeah. Deadpool, like American comics, Japanese uh, uh, entertainment, and and uh, movies and everything, and everyone is losing their minds with excitement <laughs> over seeing like um, Sailor Mars uh, fighting Android eighteen. Like yeah. it's it was incredible. It's amazing to see not only um, fans coming together for that sort of thing, but to really see everyone look at each other, recognize, oh no, we're all just fans of the same cube, just from different sides. It's mm-hmm. the same object. Um, mm-hmm. com- uh, comic books and wrestling, essentially the same kind of like archetypes, yeah. the same storylines yeah. as you would find in like mm-hmm. even Hamlet or whatever. It's mm-hmm. it's it's amazing to see everyone just kind of recognize that same stuff together and and just come together and be like, no, you know what? Not only are we going to let nerddom be acceptable within the general society, we're going to let the, even the niche nerddoms be okay with the nerddom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's so, so much fun. Uh, if, if anyone out there gets the chance to, I would highly recommend uh, not only Three Rivers Comic Con, uh, <laughs> But um, but Teco uh, d- deserves a bit of a look, if anything, just to see some of the uh, cosplays that some people come out with. Yeah. Because good God, yeah. it's spectacular. Oh, I, I totally agree. Like, yeah, last year, same thing. Like, I went um, with the with the press pass mm-hmm. that we were given, and uh, you know, I I have little to no background in manga, anime, anything like that. But right, you know, I just wanted to go. I just wanted to, you know for the spectacle of it. And I understood very little <laughs> of what was going on, but I I still had fun. Yeah, yeah. It was still fun to just be like, look at these goofy bastards just enjoying the hell out of themselves. Yeah. And, you know? and the best thing is too that even if you were to like look at these goofy bastards, they turn right back at you and go, I know, right? It's yeah. like everyone is so relaxed and set mm-hmm, into. Yeah. Yeah, this is weird, right? High five. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they, they, they just own it. Yeah. Like, they're like, we're enjoying ourselves. Yes, this is completely over the top and ridiculous. It's beautiful, but, honestly. Yeah, and you know what? There are a lot worse things to be into. So so I said that I was dressed uh, uh, as Dumbledore on one of the days. Uh, I have a, um, uh, a wig and a beard that I usually do for that, and uh, I could not find it. And uh, in, a, in a last second kind of choice, what I almost, if I had not found that beard basically right before I left out the door, um, I was actually going to put on like a Spider-Man mask with it hmm. and just be like, okay, I'm just going to wear the wizard robes and just have a Spider-Man mask on. And uh, my girlfriend was like, why? That's nothing. And I was like, well, so because it's somebody. Said, yeah, because someone yeah. will still think it's hilarious. Yeah. It's someone will still go like, oh, uh, I get it. Spider-Verse. Any, it could be anyone under the mask. That's pretty good. And I'd be like, yeah, sure. Because 
because uh, no if, one's even there to. What if Dumbledore was bitten by a magical spider? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. What what if it was uh what one of the spiders from um from the Forbidden Forest got yeah. irradiated? <laughs> they don't know very much about radiation. They're magic yeah. folk. I saw um a, a picture of. I mean, I saw like a lot of pictures from from Teco mm-hmm. on like the social media. The one that uh, for me really stood out because, I mean, it, it, for two reasons: a, the, the guy looked great, but b, I just kind of cocked my head. I'm like, wow, that I feel like. I mean, he was he was cosplaying Doc uh, the, the 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 Val Kilmer Doc Holiday from Tombstone. Yeah. How specific is that? Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful, and he, and he looked great. Yes, I like. I did a double take. I'm like, did young Val Kilmer like show up <laughs> at Teco in Pittsburgh this weekend? Like, what is going on? But I was like, that is such a very specific cosplay. Mm-hmm. But and it was celebrated. I actually saw. I I did see that guy while I was going around, and it wasn't even just that. But people were stopping him to go. Oh my God, Doc Holiday, and yeah. and like got a picture or two. Yeah. Um. Just for that, uh, so so the the Saturday, Saturday I was working most of the day, and then I only got to go over during the night. Um, and so what I ended up doing was I put on green gym shorts and uh, um, a, a Rugrats t-shirt and sprayed my hair orange very quickly <laughs> and did like a very cheap yeah. uh, uh, Chucky Finster and was still being soft or like getting called out for like that's great because everyone is so in love with the idea yeah. of that we're able to get together and like express even even the 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 weirdest kind of separate thing um actually uh, at uh uh colossal con last year um i saw someone who was actually going around as at first i was trying to figure out if it was like aragorn or if they're doing like a, a mad max thing or something there was just enough that i was like it, it seems very deliberate Mm -hmm. like a lot of work went into this but i can't quite um uh, fit it and uh and the guy turned his head and i realized there were like ridges behind his ears and he was doing water world (laughs) Uh, water world and and yet everyone was like yeah dope it's (laughs) so much fun uh, i remember uh, a couple years ago i was uh i I went out to steel city con to Mm -hmm. uh, meet burt reynolds and there was a guy. I don't know if you guys ever. Th- th- this might be like where our age is kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a rift. Oh, I'm already excited. Um, <laughs> have you guys ever seen the Cannonball Run? Oh yeah, Cannonball okay. Run. Okay, just making sure because that's an old movie. So I, you know, I'm just checking. A lot of people haven't seen it, but Dom DeLuise's character, uh, who was probably like looking back, I'm like this guy was probably mentally ill. But he, he Dom thought, DeLuise or yeah, this guy? The, well, the, he thought his he, he ran around as a character he called Captain Chaos. Huh? There was a guy cosplaying Captain Chaos at Steel City, and I'm like, I have got to get a picture with him because that was like, oh my god, that that represents part of my youth. Like, yeah, part, yeah. Like I must have watched the Cannonball Run fifty times growing up, and it it, it still tickles me to this day to uh-huh. watch it because it still cracks me up. But I'm like, and and he was like, even physically looked like Dom DeLuise. He had like, he was a little, like little, <sighs> little rounder, you know, like not. That's fantastic. Know, he just looked great. I'm like, ah, you know, it's just like, cosplay is just such a, it, like, I, I wish I could do it. I mean, not that, I, and there's nothing holding me back, but yeah. it's just not. Live your dreams. It's, 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 <laughs> not, it's just not. Uh, it, it, I, I guess for me, it's just not. It's you know like a priority it's just not in yeah. me to, to it doesn't spark to, joy in it, you to, as uh marie kondo would say i, I think f- part of it is i feel almost a little intimidated to try and get into it mm-hmm. because uh, like a i don't know what i would do b it's um you know it, it, it's such a its own subculture now yeah yeah you know you, you you know and uh i know you guys have done it way I mean, mm-hmm. like a mm-hmm. lot um and i feel like well geez the last time i cosplay was probably like slapping together a halloween costume you know but it's still fun you know, do you know yeah. what you should do um because this is something that i was personally going to do but i feel like would be really easy uh for you with 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 uh, your beard and everything uh-huh. um i ended up uh, shaving off my beard i usually uh keep one myself but my idea was to dress up like george R. R. martin <laughs> but yes um no but george R. R. martin <laughs> But holding a death note. 
Oh yeah. Uh, so and and then just go up to like each person who uh, for for those of you who might not know, uh, Death Note is a is a popular uh, anime and manga series where um, a, a death god drops will will cause people's death by writing their name within the death note that's mm-hmm. that's how death yep. is perpetrated within that universe and uh he ends up essentially giving it to the 16 year old um boy who finds out what it can do and then be- decides that like he's going to be the person to decide who mm-hmm. lives and who dies so it's like i'm going to make this world a better place i'm going to start by writing down murderers and and such and then it's gets a bit out of hand it becomes a bit like well maybe i don't like people who double park and uh, <laughs> and doing that sort of thing so the idea would have been to to hold uh to walk around with this death note dressed as uh, oh, george okay. r. r martin and go up to everyone and be like well who's your favorite character and, and anytime <laughs> someone goes like uh daenerys i'd look at it and go up oh, already wrote that one down and walk away and just watch the horror drain out of there <laughs> Oh, that's pretty. That's yeah. That's pretty. Up to uh, <laughs> think about that one. But I just feel like you know, just in general, I mean, like cosplaying just it brings joy to so many people. Not only the people doing it, but the people that get to go up to someone and say, "Can I get a picture mm-hmm. with you?" Oh yeah. Or, or can I just take your picture because you look great? It's like this the whole celebration of not only um, you know uh, enjoying a character you love, but letting other people enjoy all the work that you've put into making this cosplay it's just and to be recognized for it, it's almost like a password it's like a a secret club to be like i i know you yeah. i know the especially effort if, you went into this yeah or or especially if you happen to do one like like we mentioned the the uh, the doc holiday one which yeah is, it's a little bit more on the fringe yep it's not one that's like oh it's another deadpool you yeah know, which, right you know, hey there are a lot of clever deadpools out there too mm-hmm. like we had um when we the, the, the we had Bob Ross Deadpool at the cosplay karaoke. Oh yeah, you know stuff like that. There's always people doing different Deadpools. Which we're doing another but, one of those, by the way. I don't know if I told you about that, um, or, or or if we talked about it. Uh, we um, one one of the game shows mm-hmm. that I'll do is uh, the aforementioned cosplay karaoke that I'm involved with, um, and uh, that's another one that's happening at um, on May 9th. But a mm-hmm. lot of even that's really great because you'll get people coming in, like you said, mm-hmm. Bob Ross Deadpool. And picking like, um, like a super appropriate song, or just yeah. goofing around mm-hmm. on. Um, there, there's a guy who's dressed as Venom, and like not like a great Venom costume, but uh, he went in and sang "Bodies" by Drowning Pool, yeah. Yeah. and it was just like, yeah, the most '90s grunge <laughs> yeah. character just, singing yeah. those. <laughs> it was it was appropriate on so many levels. Yeah, yeah. it's um, beautiful, really. Or or or, or you know in a. And another um, in the, the la- at the last cosplay karaoke, um, one of the first people that got up was the uh, the couple that did the Mr. Rogers. Oh, I mean, my that, heart. That, yeah, I mean everybody. It's I, I I feel like there wasn't a dry eye in the house. It melted the entire room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he was great, you know, and 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 and, and his partner had built an entire um had had built a trolley yeah, mm-hmm. trolley out of um like styrofoam and such, but was like going around with it uh, strapped on and stuff like that, and it was fantastic. It was just him going up and just talking uh, softly to a room full of like 30 something people in like way too hot costumes yeah. and, like put on body paint and they're like, Oh, this is going to be so sick. And then you just get one person in a cardigan saying, you yeah. know, you're special. And you're like, that's all yeah, I ever just, wanted to. He's just like, <laughs> everyone in here is a winner and everyone in here is trying their hardest. And, and it wasn't even like, like pandering. Yeah. Or it like wasn't kinda... snarky. It's like, this guy's just got a good heart and he's yeah. representing that honesty. as, as be, you know, being Mr. Rogers and, yeah, like I said, I mean, I I was blown away. I was like, because this was an older couple too. Like, mm-hmm. they, I, I I was fortunate enough to I got to spend a few minutes with them after the, you know, after everything was over, and they said that um, that they, as a couple, they do a different couple's costume mm-hmm. every year for Halloween, and then they had they saw an ad or they saw something for the karaoke. And they decided that they were they were going to bust out the Mister Rogers thing that they had just made, and you know, just have some fun with it. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. and you know what? They won. Like everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they won one of the categories. <sighs> but it's it's it is really great to just see how that, um, not not even just uh like with with age, but like body positivity and everything. It's 
that used to be something where um for halloween or whatever uh if 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 your costume wasn't quite up to snuff or like you're wearing a store-bought spider-man or something yeah. like that that um people would like be real mm-hmm. rude about it but um no i think that was also colossal con those last year that there is this uh very like uh overweight um bald guy who was walking around in like this tiny um underwear like from the back and i was like what is this even doing is is some of this just a joke that like he's in a swimsuit or like what mm-hmm. what's this particular thing and then he turned around to like someone like bumped into him. I was like oh excuse me he turned around and I was like no no problem and i realized he had painted krang on his stomach oh. and was doing like the old school ninja turtles thing and by that <laughs> point he had been walking around it a lot of those conventions um especially uh, colossal com will get uh really the the thing with the David L. Lawrence convention that's wonderful is yeah. uh, how um, the the large space not only just um, for for stuff to do but also for moving around. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Colossal Con takes place at Kalahari, and um, and Sandusky, and a lot of those hallways are are a bit smaller for for a convention mm-hmm. thing. So heat will immediately yes. become uh, heat and funk mm-hmm. will be trapped within those uh, corridors. And <laughs> so this guy essentially had a melting crang on his stomach and every person who went past would go like awesome and and pointed at him high five and he's having the time of his life like going around where maybe maybe out in regular society like someone could have been like a bit ruder to him if he was wearing that same outfit at like a water park or something but it's just i i love that so much i will say uh just as a you know uh, as a word of advice caution take it as you will Mm -hmm. gentlemen if you are cosplaying and wearing something tight around the crotchal region, <laughs> please wear something supportive. Wear a cup. Wear something because I've seen way too many like outlines. Oh, of, straight of sausage outlines. I, I've, I've seen too much. Too, I've too, yeah, I've seen too much <laughs> man meat. There, there was a um, too many outlines. Back too many sticky like, fingers. It was like Otacon like 2004 <laughs> or five or something, but uh. A bunch of guys dressed up as Mega Man in the spandex. Oh yeah, and it was and just then like the... an infinite amount of just bulge and like dongs, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, right. two of like these twenty people have you know something supportive on. There was um the this famous thing that was going around for a while uh, for for a couple years in a row where this guy was going to a Magic the Gathering tournament mm-hmm. and every single time oh. that someone's ass crack yeah. was out oh, he that. would take a photo of himself like beside it yes. like kind of like very yes. stoically I feel like next year I want to do that with every like dick outline that I see <laughs> in spandex. Just be like, hey, can I get a picture with you? And still like, you know, be like, hey, but only with people with just straight yeah. up like dong shadows going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dangerous game my friend <laughs> just be careful just yeah. you know maybe maybe wear some you know maybe wear like a welder's mask or something. Yeah, some sort wear. of like you don't, you don't want to get too close what what would what would be the best costume to wear for so for let's say that you guys are um, doing that adventure what would you go for I'm, i would originally say uh, a deadpool costume but it's but with mickey uh mickey mouse like disney world ears on yeah and then you're just hugging people with their bulges out <laughs> But that, um, that works to conceal your identity. It as well. could be, yeah. <laughs> so you're all, oh, that's a dong guy. <laughs> no, okay. Here's 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 a really bad joke. You guys ready for this? Go around dressed as Red Hood, and then every time that that someone's like, "What do you uh, like? Oh, why are you taking pictures with specific people with their bulge?" I'll be like, oh, "I'm just looking for dick. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> want revenge." Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, you'd have to be the uh, yeah. You have to be carrying around the crowbar, you know. Or no, 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 no. I'm sorry, that was. Jason <laughs> oh no, that, that's yeah, Jason, yeah, yeah, Jason Todd. That's a different kind of dick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was. Uh, dick too. I had an idea for a um, for a Joker costume at one point where um, uh, originally I was like, ah, I'm not, I'm not sure if I want to do Joker again, but I saw this T-shirt online that said I killed Jason Todd and all I got was this lousy T-shirt, oh. and then immediately was like, nope, that's going back on the list. <laughs> You know, I, and I, I'm I'm sure I've, I told you this when you first wore it, but I I'll, I'll just tell you again, like publicly, um, your Joker uh, cosplay was amazing. Well, thank you. I thought it was really really good. I have some photos for for Link's thing. Um, it was uh it was actually the first cosplay karaoke that yeah, we did. That's right. Yeah. 
um, because uh, the next time I asked if I could host it because uh, I ended up winning a lot. <laughs> and that sometimes like is it is it weird to be bummed out by winning things it was mostly just me going like oh but um everyone else is very good um, that's, that's happened to me for some things like uh college halloween costumes i would always win and it was like i didn't even try one time i was like part of a halloween like scary room and they threw a bunch of cornflakes on my face and like painted me up with makeup and that was it and i went in the costume <laughs> contest and won i was like i didn't even like, no, what what <laughs> Well, I think that I ended oh, up oh, cheating because uh, I think I ended up cheating for that because that's great. for the Causeway Karaoke, um, I can do a passable uh, Mark Hamill Joker. Yeah. And um, it was, uh, they're coming to take me away. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. you know, they're coming to take me away. Haha. So, yeah. um, like, I jumped up and was like, remember when I. Uh, Hang on, I can't remember. What's, I'll just do like the regular chorus, but it was, they're coming to take me away. Ha-ha, they're coming to take me away. <laughs> to the funny farm. <laughs> and um, and then like afterwards, like uh, ended up winning passes to I think it was Three Rivers for that one, and uh, was like I kind of want to host for the next one. And they're like why? And I was like I don't want to win <laughs> it bums me out like i i have a lot of self-esteem issues uh, i was standing there i saw people there was like oh i hand riveted this uh hawkman costume yeah. i'm like that's amazing yeah. i bought this on amazon please take everything i have ever earned <laughs> in my entire life well that's the thing it's like you know these um with these uh karaoke cosplay uh, you know or cosplay karaoke's i mean every i mean almost everybody puts so much work and i mean you just wish everybody you just want to give everyone a hug or even the you're a winner like even the ones that aren't like perfect are like there's a charm to it there's Mm -hmm. a thing to it that that you just immediately fall in love with because it's the spirit to it is just so perfect and and again that acceptance Mm -hmm. um there was uh one person that i I, at first, I thought it was going to be a problematic costume, but um, this guy was going around with like a white sheet with like eye holes on it, and um, uh, it seemed like kind of like form fitting. And I was like, "What are you doing?" Because he had like this big head, and I was like, "Is this like a white like version of the uh, the, the the spooky ghost people from um, Spirited Away? Like, mm-hmm. what's happening?" And he turned around, and uh, he was holding a trick or treat thing. And um, pulled up the sheet to, like, answer something someone was doing. And he was doing Charlie Brown, but, like, the Halloween Charlie Brown. But had gone so far as to also wear a Charlie Brown costume underneath the sheet (laughs) just in case he needed to, like, reach for something. uh, Like, that – some of the levels – of of those are are amazing. Mm-hmm. It's the the amount of work that goes into it, the riveting, the sewing. Mm-hmm. The some of these people will like the year beforehand say, okay, um, so I'm sure that some people left Teco yeah. and sat down and said, okay, Teco 2020, got to figure that out right yep. now and start yeah. building. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah, and I'm sure. I mean, I I passively follow a few cosplayers, mm-hmm. you know, on various social medias and the people that. Um, will show you like the stages yep. of what they're working on. Oh yeah, and, and sometimes it's like, oh, I'm I, I'm I'm not going to announce it yet. See if you can figure it out, type of yep. thing. Like, and sometimes you're like, what? I have no idea. And then when you see it all come together, you're like, yep, like oh my god, that, that's amazing. And but yeah, you're right. Like the the amount of time that they put into it, and, and like you said, some people will do like one a year. Like, yeah, you're gonna do one. I'm gonna I'm gonna devote my time to one amazing cosplay per year type of thing yeah. you know um and then the, the, then there are the people that uh you know somehow or, i mean i don't know how many successful ones there are but the people that like manage to make a few bucks yeah oh yeah from doing it from making appearances and or like guests at cons and uh, uh, that that just blows me away too i've been a part of a couple of different um holiday events and stuff with uh with um there, there's a princess company in the uh in the pittsburgh area i believe it's called pittsburgh princess because that's mm-hmm. what it is and um and it is amazing to see 
um, a lot a lot of those princesses are people that um, that I've seen who have put in the work just from other stuff. Yeah. Like uh, and they and they get paid to like show up as like Cinderella and stuff like that, and then the next day uh, they go home and they throw in a leather jacket and they're Carol Danvers, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and they're all making their own stuff, and uh, and making it work for them not only the amount of uh i haven't figured that out quite yet Uh, (laughs) i'm i'm mostly just uh gluing hair onto my face and saying yeah kind of and yeah well but uh it's 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 really crazy to see but it's it's become an industry now yeah there's there's a a section at joanne fabrics now that is literally labeled cosplay really yeah uh fabrics from or like not fabrics but like um whatchamacallit uh templates oh, from oh, like yeah. certain like oh, wow. popular cosplayers like I have mean, their own like lines of stuff i've seen um i mean yeah and even at like barnes and noble i've seen like cosplay magazine and yeah i mean yeah amazing there's um one of my girlfriend's friends um his name jason baker and uh he's um done a lot of uh mask work for um for wwe actually like uh he he's usually the person behind um the casting and the setting and the um design for like triple h's headpieces whenever he wants to do stuff like that bludgeon brothers mm-hmm. and a couple of things uh he actually played frankenstein in a play that casey was in did his mm-hmm. own prosthetics and effects and um and uh, and the the crossover between that stuff is is amazing because uh he's he works a lot with um Oh, I'm immediately going to get his name wrong. Uh, from from um, dusk till dawn, uh, Tom. Uh, Tom Savini. Tom yeah, Savini. Savini yep. He does yeah a lot of stuff with like Tom Savini, and um, though a lot of the time like they'll just kind of like be like backstage and just kind of like uh, bullshit about like comics and um, and anime, and and that's where you start. You start like by looking at Fangoria magazine and <laughs> saying like oh I bet I could probably make something like that and you're mixing like glue with old crayons yeah. and saying like oh i could probably make like a fake wound and it it's that used to be the niche thing mm-hmm. the the thing that made um dick smith uh amazing was the fact that like he was like the only person who was like oh well if you just put fake blood under it and then like you cut into it like you can it will actually bleed and it's like oh well why no one could ever possibly yeah. think of that because you had to come up with it on your own but now that there's a YouTube tutorial yeah. for like everything yeah. and, and the acceptance is there. So you don't have to worry about necessarily even like you tell your aunt that you're doing this. And they're like, why don't you want to be a pharmacist? Um, <laughs> that it's, it's become accepted further than just the conventions. Right. It's amazing. Well, yeah, you know, it, it, it's, you know, things are so different now with where you can reach out to an entire community mm-hmm. that's, global mm-hmm. as opposed to you know 20 30 years ago when you were like you were the weird kid at your school yeah that would put on a pair of spock ears and go to a star trek convention or mm-hmm. a comic convention and you might run into a couple other people right that were also the same and you had to hear about that convention from someone talking to you right <laughs> you yeah. there, there probably wouldn't be a flyer you'd have to like maybe overhear someone saying you're going to a or, trek con what's trek con uh it's next thursday okay cool i'll see you there well you know but, I, I mean I, and i always um like i i don't know how i never like co- like how comic cons were never on my radar growing up in pittsburgh because you know i started going to cons or, or I'm sorry I started like shopping at like actual honest to god comic book stores maybe like late 80s mm-hmm. okay and uh Pittsburgh Comic Con had already been going on for a number of years and I'm sure they were advertising at different you know stores and flyers and whatever um but I didn't I didn't go to my first Pittsburgh Comic Con until 2003 2002 2003 Mm -hmm. and it's it just fascinates me like how did i (laughs) not you know how did i not figure this out how did Mm -hmm. i not you know just accidentally fall into this you know it's just weird well it's that used to be like the niche thing where it'd just be like um it would start off as just like these kind of like small areas and now Mm -hmm. it's so big that i get excited for i'm never 
probably never going to go to like New York Comic Con. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. uh, it would be a dream to go to San Diego. Sure. Um, but I'm so excited for when that comes up because that's when I'm going to find out you're, like yeah, you're the, find out all the details. Yeah, like yeah. all the details of like oh cool, so now I get to know what the next phase of the Marvel yeah, universe like, is. That's <laughs> like when some I know. nerds go to an entirely different state to find out about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I I, I never bad. I feel bad for those suckers. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Um, it's like, uh, well, when, when have, has there ever been a reason to, unless you were a shareholder, mm-hmm. why was it, where, where was there ever a reason for you to care about D23, like yeah. Disney 23 mm-hmm. or, uh, whatever that shareholders conference is. Mm-hmm. And yet I was still like sitting on a live feed for a while because like, Oh, maybe, maybe they'll have a star Wars thing that'll like pop up. Maybe yeah. I get to find out, yeah. um, which is a which is a different thing I wanted to bring up. Not even necessarily um, like I mean, of course, the Star Wars teaser came out. Mm-hmm. There's a billion questions about that, and they announced what they're doing for their platform. But here's the the biggest takeaway from that is um, I don't know if you guys heard that uh, Bob Iger is stepping down in 2021. I think I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds familiar. He's he's like of course been like the main figurehead behind um, like buying uh the star wars license and like lucas arts mm-hmm. absorbing mm-hmm. that and um making marvel into what it what it is and uh and of course purchasing fox and after this apparently um after episode nine they're just gonna stop numbering star wars movies that's fair yeah yeah I mean, it makes sense, and I and I heard they're even they're gonna take like a little bit of a hiatus, which mm-hmm. I feel I feel like that's warranted. I feel like you might need to take a breath and like take a break and maybe reset a little bit. Right. You know, I mean, they've been going full like just full blast for the past how many like five years? Yeah, it's yeah. been full tilt. Um, the their original plan was to do a uh, Star Wars movie every year. Yeah. And of course, uh, Marvel was doing at least two a year. Yeah, two to three, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, that series, so we have Star Wars that's um, ending with Episode Nine this year. You also arguably have the Marvel Universe at least ending in like a, like a an yeah. act, like this this whole kind of like mm-hmm. chunk. Yeah, the last ten years of storytelling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so you're going to have both of those kind of ending around the same time. And bringing in the Fox license, and then the main person behind the the uh, wizard behind the curtain stepping down. Should we be <laughs> worried? <laughs> Should we be worried that someone else is going to step in there with like all these uh, toys that have already been set up and goes like, oh well, this has made money, so we're just going to keep the thing that's worked with Bob Iger at least was just that they would, um, like he ousted Ike Perlmutter and like kind of. Uh, generally like is a lot of the reason behind what doesn't work for dc mm-hmm. which is dc like kind of felt like was micromanaging their stuff while marvel well disney would essentially go okay let's have an idea of where we're going but mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. just let people make stuff because if they make something that they're proud of and that they like and the fans like are going to like it or if the fans mm-hmm. like it then we'll make money if we leave yeah. them alone I I don't know if that'll necessarily still be the the um, plan. Yeah, I, I would ho- I would hope so, but you never know. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Worrisome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, hopefully that you know they they've been, uh, you know, uh, kind of uh, losing my train of thought, but kind of. Um, like grooming someone yeah, in, grooming, or yeah. yeah, grooming the next, uh, the next generation or the next you know group of people that are going to be kind of shepherding the, the the flock, so to speak, you know, kind of tending the flock. It would be and insane to see Faye end up like with like the full gamut of Disney, but I don't think that he would take it if it was offered. I f- feel like that he probably thinks he's comfortable where he's at. Yeah, I mean, and, and who know, maybe even a, once the all you know the current slate of uh you know once the phase th- are we in phase three of marvel is this the like the, the <laughs> this last is, this phase? is phase three this is yeah. technically three i think it's three yeah. yeah so maybe once phase three is over i mean he, maybe he, you know he might even take a, a back seat you know uh, more of a consultation mm-hmm. type of role and let someone else step up because i mean 
I imagine, like, I mean, the, the past 10 years have, have probably been pretty, uh, pretty intense yeah. for, for him and for all the other, you know, creators and producers. And, um, I mean, for what they've created over the past 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, like, just... It's been impossible. It's the first time and potentially yeah, could I mean, end up being the only time that something like that has been pulled off. It's 20, what, three movies? Something like that. 23, yeah. 24? Yeah. And I, I mean, and I imagine you know, maybe the <clears throat> the next round of Marvel films might be like a looser continuity. Maybe they'll just do same thing, kind of like individual movies. Maybe they won't, yeah, all I, tie in so right. tightly as they they yeah they really they, they forced it a lot recently with the the Infinity Stones, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, I think they can kind of you'll have more Ant Man and Wasps that are sort of just like a thing that happens. <laughs> right. You're yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. More standalone, and you know, yeah, maybe they'll throw in some Easter eggs here and there or mm-hmm. some cameos. But yeah, I, that I, way it doesn't feel like that. It's like a almost like a TV show that just happens to be released episodically into right. a um, thing where it's like, well, I kind of missed uh, Ant Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel, so I guess I can't see this one, so I have yeah. to get caught up, and you kind of just roll backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, well, so so Jeremiah, you 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 brought up the uh, the Star Wars Episode Nine teaser. Oh yeah. What are your thoughts? Do you need that hat? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> there's a tinfoil hat that's uh, that's in the corner. I I might do that. <laughs> I don't know how how much noise it does. It's, oh oh hey, I'm getting assistance. Da, da, there da. you go. Okay, now you have your tinfoil hat. Now you're ready. Oh, I should have done that with my back towards the camera. We could have done like uh, Vader in the pod. With <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and I I could have been there with like a horrified face, like I was gonna throw up, like. <laughs> Uh, I could have like rubbed silly putty on the back of my neck for accuracy. Um, <laughs> suddenly have a different actor play me for one scene. Anyway, um, so uh, no one ever really <laughs> goes away. Is that the line? No one's ever really gone. No one's yeah, ever, no something one's ever, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Do we really think it's the emperor? Well, <laughs> Sith. The Sith technically can't. Um, like it just within their own like religion can't mm-hmm. really do force ghosts, right? Like there's not really like a way for them to do that. That's I, supposed to be the big thing uh, for like Anakin, yeah, think, right? Like oh my yeah. god, he came back, he must be good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think you're right. I, I like that you said religion though, because it feels like we're talking about like a real thing that exists. <laughs> oh, we are. We're talking about Star Wars <laughs> against your religion, like. Uh, yeah, Link. What are you talking about? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but yeah, he's, no, he's a Star no, Wars agnostic, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, they can't. Um, I kind of figured it was Snoke. I, I kind of just figured this movie might just be a big retcon to The Last Jedi stuff. and be like, <sighs> uh, Well, that's that's a weird thing, because that's a good point, because I assume the same thing. But um, I don't know how many uh, articles or whatever you guys um, read after that came out or like yeah. heard some of the stuff that like JJ was saying. But... Um, uh, I was also under the assumption that, okay, maybe they'll kind of clean slate it and just kind of bring like a bit of like a cap end, maybe leave room for if they need to do an episode 10 to kind of tie mm-hmm. up some stuff. But apparently the whole plan is that this is supposed to, um, not not only with, uh, do you have Bob Iger saying we're not going to number yeah. the Star Wars movies after this? It's because the full intention for this film is to cap end all nine movies. Yep. This okay. is supposed to be the end of the Skywalker, which, of course, since it's the end of the Skywalker legacy, we're going to call it Rise of the Skywalker, uh, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, which I have a I'm sure it'll be good, but I have an irrational hatred for anything that has the <laughs> yeah. word rise in the title. Fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes was good. Yeah. But, you know, also Rise Dark, of the Silver Surfer exists. Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Uh, the Seeker, the Dark Knight. I mean, the Seeker, the Dark is Rising. Uh yeah, there's a breakdancing movie called Rise I did not care for. Uh, <laughs> Rising Sun with Rising uh, Sun. Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes. Stop it. <laughs> that was entirely out of my brain. That was a good book, but terrible movie. Yeah. Anyways. Um, no, but um, the only way I can imagine him surviving is... Okay, because I've, I've, I've worked this out. Yeah. Bear with me. Um, Vader, at the end of Return of the Jedi... Uh, picks up the emperor and he tosses him over the edge into a bottomless chasm and you see him go Hah! 
and like <laughs> disappear down this bottomless thing shooting out lightning yeah. we technically never see a body we never really see him land it's um a very long chasm um then the death star is destroyed in this teaser we see um ray mm-hmm. uh, standing there with her scooby gang over the uh the like wreckage of the death star it seems like mm-hmm. so my assumption is what happened is that the emperor was still falling and then just falling forever and then the death star was destroyed and like had its gravity turned over so like he never really landed on anything he just kind of softly just kind of went to the side <laughs> and was like oh i guess i'm okay and uh I, i've kind of hurt my ankle a little bit yeah. but maybe i'll just lay low and Ray is just going to go through all this wreckage, like in the force awakens and find like almost like a, um, a Yoda hut. I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't expecting company. I've, uh, I've got water around here somewhere. Yeah. Thanks for, how are things out there? Did, yeah. did, did it go my way? I felt a disturbance in the force. Did that guy with that cracked forehead get off? <laughs> I didn't like him very much. Or maybe, maybe um, because it's it's a role of two. Yeah. Sith is the role of two. Um, since there was already two, maybe he was just, it's like a job opening. Like, you can't be the ultimate yeah. Sith bad guy because Snoke was still there. And yeah. as soon as he dies, it's like, oh, cool. Here's my resume. I want to be bad again. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what, what, are, what are thoughts? What are, like, I mean, it was definitely an ex- unexpected thing to have happened. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I... Uh surprised to be sure but a welcome one yeah I'm, I'm it's hard to say just because so much of that is misdirection a lot of the time yeah these things, i so kind of thought the same thing like I'm, I'm trying not to think too hard about it because yeah i'm, I'm trying not to wear the tinfoil <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, I just feel like there's the, something in that trailer was a red herring Yes. Well, yeah. the Russo. It's Lando. Have... That was the. That's, that's really, Yeah. He's not actually in the movie. Right. He's hey, only in the trailer. It's me, Billy D. We filmed this in my back room. <laughs> I'm actually in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> they CGI'd my head onto a different person. Um, well, the Russos have admitted that they do that for, mm-hmm. um, especially for like uh, uh, Endgame yes, and Infinity yeah. War. Uh, there's some lines in that original trailer, like the famous thanos wanted him saying like bring a balance to the universe yeah um isn't what something you know would call fun but that never happens in the movie um apparently the latest i've heard is that potentially um that little moment with um steve and tony where tony goes do you trust me and steve goes yeah i do and Mm -hmm. like they kind of like grab hands which, uh, as my girlfriend said, like launched, I'm sure, a thousand fanfics. <laughs> and we're going to see a lot of YouTube videos of just Tony yeah. with the CGI top hat and um, and uh, Steve with the CGI wedding dress on going, yeah. I do. <laughs> Hand clap. Um, but apparently that doesn't happen in the movie either. Mm. And the first trailer did not have him walking with them and the second one had them oh, that's right. walking a lot yeah. there's and and Hulk was in Wakanda yeah. in in uh in, in the Infinity, Infinity War trailer that's right we have no idea this is a 3 hour movie that all of the trailers have been from as i say the first 20 minutes of yeah. the movie mm-hmm. but half of that's probably misdirection yeah yeah which is amazing yeah no, they're yeah, they're going up, up and beyond. Is anybody planning that. planning to take a a a a, a, a pee cup with them or? <laughs> oh uh, yeah, I was um, yeah, I was Kate, Kate screwed. She <laughs> I was planning on completely removing my bladder. Yeah, before. that's that's a that's a plan. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just dry out for like a week <laughs> ahead of time. I'm not gonna eat or drink anything. Do the um the thing that uh, Hugh Jackman would do for like all of his muscle scenes or when he was Jean Valjean. It's like I'm gonna shredded. super dehydrate myself and get shredded so I don't have to worry about <laughs> peeing. <laughs> um, so other than the uh, getting back to the the teaser, other yeah. than the uh the 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 cackle at the end, was there anything? Um, I don't know. I I feel like you know it was a teaser, so we didn't really yeah. get like. A lot. I mean, of course, people are going to pick it apart. Yeah. Oh, there's insanely, like a two-hour think piece YouTube video right. for this like two-minute trailer. <laughs> of course, there is. They did um, do something with this teaser that they did with Endgame that is a um, 
it's a trend that's happening now that I'm in love with mm-hmm. where they will just call the teaser like Star Wars Episode Nine teaser and you don't find out what the subtitle or what the title oh, of it yeah. is until mm-hmm. the very end. Like Endgame was just it, it, they just posted it like at like 3 a.m. and they're like Avengers 4 uh, yeah. Avengers 4 teaser and um, it, it feels a bit more like weighty or a bit more kind of like mysterious and oh, interesting yeah, yeah. It, it, it adds a lot to that mystique especially with just like showing well, yeah, listening to a bunch of stuff has always been like a big deal yeah. So, yeah so it's like what could this be yeah okay. oh rise of sky okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah. um so so yes or no i'm gonna go around yep. to everyone i'll start right. with jeremiah yes or no with with no further uh, explanation or discussion just yes or no is ray a skywalker in your opinion pass no. <laughs> um damn you the, 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 the foil hat works it's me i'm a gray uh force user <laughs> um god i'm gonna be honest i hope not okay link same boat i hope not i same here i, I i'm not sure how you guys felt about last jedi i have problems with it i ultimately enjoyed it but there was to me there was something really strong about um the scene with kylo saying to her like you want to know who your parents are but you've already know like they're just junk traders you're nothing which i feel like makes that hero's journey a little bit more interesting if it's like it's more than luke ever was she was Mm -hmm. literally just a like a, a scavenger girl yeah just shows that you don't you don't have to come from some rich lineage yeah. of yeah. warriors and you know force sensitive people to be to to make yourself something yeah. right because uh, you have someone who's the villain is literally exactly that where it's oh I am a Skywalker yeah mm-hmm. uh, oh I do have this legacy oh I am important and is throwing tantrums and anger and like no i'm important i've got to make myself important why am i not the important one and this nothing over here is and you get that little kid um at the very end of it like uh using the force to bring the broom over to his hand it's the the point of it's supposed to be just that the force is the force it's not like this magical power that's being handed down because other than uh, because if that's the case then are we just doing almost like Harry Potter Slytherin esque? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, everyone's just kind of the um, product of inbreeding. It's Mace Windu um, is also your second cousin, <laughs> and um, and that's the only reason why this works. Uh, which, uh, ironically, I guess, is probably what they were trying to do with the Metacorians, which never yeah. happened. And <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like it robs from the magic. It robs some of the magic to find out that. Okay, uh, so Batman. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about every once in a while they'll do like some kind of like weird thing where Batman will look into the past or something, and um, and it'll turn out that Thomas Wayne at a costume party once wore a bat costume and oh. Bruce goes, "Oh, I forgot. Uh, I guess that it must have been in my blood the entire time." Like, or like they're always seeing Der Fleeter Mouse at the uh, theater, yeah. or like yeah. Yeah, they always it's, do some sort of like legacy yeah. storytelling, like or or the same thing. Like yeah. they've been doing that a lot in the past few years. Like where you find out like Green Arrow is was from a line of of other, all the arrows, of archers, of yeah. Archers, and there's a there's a whole the, the arrow of, totem or whatever. They yeah. like oh, a, the, yeah. the island thing, Jeff Lemire. Yeah. Yeah. And the spider, uh, the spider totems and, and spider ver, yeah. which sure fine if it's like oh this is always going to happen, uh, almost like. I'm okay with the idea of like, um, in a, in a perfect cosmos or whatever, like some sort of, like there's always going to be some sort of, in Star Wars in conflicts or whatever, there's always going to be like, um, I don't know if you guys have ever played the Bioshock games. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But the, so at the end of Bioshock Infinite. Um, there they have like this kind of implication of like there's always going to be a man, there's always going to be a lighthouse, and there's always going to be a city. Yeah. And the idea of like oh, there's always going to be some perfect like storm or ingredient that's going to lead to this thing happening. I'm fine with there being alternate universes of mm-hmm. Spider-Man. I'm not fine with finding out that like 
uh, Peter's dad worked on the spider that eventually bit him and mm-hmm. his and his um, uh, radio name, uh, his dad's radio name when he was in college was Spider <laughs> and yeah. uh, his grandfather yeah. was a spider hunter or that sort of thing. I'm okay with knowing that Ray just happened because that's what happened with Anakin. Just the perfect thing and the perfect swirl happened to happen. And this child became a vessel and it didn't have to mean anything. Well, I thought with Ray, I think I thought they were trying to do like the, the, you know, the immaculate conception thing that Anakin was supposed to be, but they kind of like fudged it really hard. That's true. But I was like, okay, they're doing a second attempt at this. And then, I'd be, I'd even be fine with that if they were like the force just made Ray like it, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. If it was like another one of those yeah. like no, I just had her. Why? Because the that just happened. Yeah. But, and and that could be why she's much stronger at the force than mm-hmm. any sounds, of the rest. Sounds of like them. a Jerry Springer episode. The force got me pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Mari sitting on a couch yeah. with uh, <laughs> she. I've got the I've got the DNA results here. The force is not yeah. the, father. the father. Your child's midichlorian count. It's your, it's your neighbor, Maurice. Uh, Watto stands up in the crowd. Yeah. I knew it! <laughs> I never trusted him. He never paid his debts. He's making force children. <laughs> you owe me space bucks. Wizard. <laughs> Oh uh, boy. Uh, okay. Well, um, any uh, any final thoughts? We can start wrapping things up. Oh yes. Um, is that you? Uh, well, I, not not anything? so much on Star Wars, but I, mm-hmm. this might tangent, and I apologize. But that's I just okay. want to mention the Clone Wars cartoons coming back. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yes. Which is really exciting, but also super weird because like Rebels happened. Yeah. And now we're just kind of taking a step back to be like, okay, well, here's actually what happened in between those things that like. It's just like a it's like a midquel. <laughs> like, oh, that, that, oh, that reminds that's me. Um, very 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 slight tangent as well. It's a short one. Yeah. Um, and that same idea of like a midquel. Um, th- so you guys saw Solo, right? Or at least yeah. like yeah. know what's going on. Um, we have Darth Maul showing up at the very yes. end of it. Yeah. Uh, of course, with a with a robot body. Yep. Because n- no one's ever really gone. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but. Um, that's something that, that had, uh, happened in, uh, in the Clone Wars series, I believe. Yep, yeah. Uh, and a couple of situations like that. And then they implied that like, oh, um, if we do a solo sequel that I assume will be called duo, um, <laughs> that, uh, that this is what we're setting up for it. Mm-hmm. But you also have like Han Solo, it was supposed to have been that he doesn't know or believe or has ever interacted with a Jedi yep. by the point they meet some. Um, I am going to be honest and I hope that they do a sequel to solo and not because I enjoyed it, but because I have this mental idea of in the fifth element, um, Bruce Willis never interacts with Emmanuel Zorg. Yeah. Like it's, it's like one of those things where you're just kind of bumbling around and accidentally ruining this bad guy's plans. You never meet each other. Mm Mm-hmm. I kind of want an entire movie oh, yeah. of that of Solo going around and kind of like pulling small con jobs that are just somehow tangentially like ruining, messing, yeah. uh, accidentally messing uh, things up. Yeah, where where Darth Maul is like, oh no, all you have to do is get my keys. So we can where are my keys? And then you just <laughs> cut to like Solo running away, going, I don't even know why I picked these up, and then throwing them in a sewer yeah. or yeah. like almost like Baby's Day Out. Yeah, but for sure. But, <laughs> but it's Solo. Solo's just having a vacation, and it's just ruining the entirety of the Sith so, Lord hierarchy. So, so it's basically, L- Leslie Nielsen as yeah. Han Solo in yeah. Police Squad. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Solo from the po- from the files <laughs> of Police Squad. But yeah, so like yeah, with with uh, Darth Maul, like um, there's scenes in the trailer where he's like fighting Ahsoka, and it's this big showdown. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. But that happened in Rebels, and I thought that was really important because I thought that was their first showdown. Yeah, so why are we like, doing this again? No, it's not. This is like their second or third throwdown, and you're like, oh, oh boy. Uh, and same with like all this stuff with like her being with Anakin again because that was like a big emotional thing because he was vader in rebels yeah and she like peaced out at the end of clone Wars. she's like okay well i'm not with the jedi anymore uh see you later anakin and like then he becomes vader and it's like oh well that sucks that's depressing that was kind but of, then this uh, is like filling in be like no they hung out a whole bunch in between it's fine 
no, no, no. Like, wait, wait, wait. That, that totally removes the emotional gravity of like that scene of all their scenes together. Like, yeah, I got really misty eyed a lot during that stuff where it was just like, you know. And then they just kind of take that away just yeah. for the cheapness uh, for the cheapness yeah. of like, oh, but they're back. But yeah, we're and still I mean, doing don't this. get me wrong. I love Clone Wars and I'm excited for more. But right. it's just weird. It's that. just like they're just backtracking because they can instead of. They shouldn't have done Rebels yet. They should have just waited. No. You're 100% <laughs> like, correct. Like, why'd you cancel Clone Wars if you were just going to make it again? <sighs> so back to the uh, the conversation we had in the first time. Is continuity even real? <laughs> it, 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 yeah. It, yeah, it, it all comes around. It all comes as time is a flat circle. Yes. <laughs> time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. <laughs> uh, well, on that note... <laughs> I think we'll definitely wrap this episode up now. This has uh, been Comic Book Pit, episode 311. I've been your host, Dan. And joining me in the uh, amazing Sorgatron Media studio on the couch, we got Jeremiah. Hello, and goodbye. Hello, and goodbye. Hello, and, and goodbye. And, and hello, and goodbye to Link. <laughs> and uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.